This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. All right, so let's bring in our producer, Darius, here in our final couple of minutes for a little fair or foul. Going a little longer than normal today in our first pod back. little bonus content for you here on Bustin' Loose Baseball. If you're just uh, jumping in for the first time, myself, Toby, and producer Darius will be with you throughout the rest of this Nat season. So, Darius, let's go fair or foul. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Bustin' Loose Baseball. Fair or foul, Riley Adams, the backup catcher here with us, with our Washington Nationals, should be Patrick Corbin's personal catcher no matter what. The stats show that Patrick Corbin has better has better stats when Riley Adams is catching him. Should he be his personal catcher? I'll say fair. I think that you need to give Cabert Ruiz more days off. I think he's catching a little bit too much. And if you just already have a built-in one out of every five days that he gets the day off, and you know we've already had a track record, which Grant can hit on some of the numbers, I'm sure, here in just a second. I'm guessing he'll go with fair. I don't want to spoil it. But you have better numbers with Riley Adams behind the plate when Corbin is on the mound. I look at it, though, more Cabert Ruiz has been playing a little bit too much for my liking early on. I would like to get him some days off. I think that makes sense. I would also add, I want to see Riley Adams just play a little more because Riley Adams has power, and this lineup is desperate for power. You just can't convince me that this team's too good to get a 26-year-old with some thump into the lineup occasionally. You saw the big bomb he hit in San Francisco eight days ago. He's had three at-bats since. You know, he's played one time since, and I'm all about playing K. Barrett Ruiz and, and turning him into whatever you, you can as a asset moving forward. But I would like to see Riley Adams play more. I do think he's had more success with Corbin for whatever reason. So, yeah, I'll say fair as well. All right. Speaking of power, that brings us to our next one. Corey Dickerson returned uh, in, these, in this Miami series, and he hit a bomb in his first at-bat back. Corey Dickerson, fair or foul, will supply the power that the Nats have been needing. I'll go with fair. Why not? I don't know who else is going to. I mean, that's the thing with this Nats lineup is it's a lot of singles hitters. Joey Manessis finally had some doubles last week. That was good to see. But, yeah, I don't know who's going to provide it. But Corey Dickerson, he's had power throughout his career. Maybe that's the guy that can give you some because this this lineup desperately needs it. He had two seasons. In fact, back-to-back years early in his career where he hit over 24 home runs with Tampa Bay. It's been a long time since, though. He's not really been much of a power threat over the last few years, so I'll say foul. I'm not sure if the help that we want is necessarily coming here. Uh, Toby's point is a good one. If it's not him, who's it going to be? And I guess my answer to that is I'm not sure that it's going to be anybody. I think they do just lack power, and and that's how this is going to go. I mentioned earlier, I'm trying to find the stat here, but – they uh they're right near the top of baseball in terms of base runners. So they, they pretty routinely get guys aboard and don't have issues doing that. But obviously run scored nowhere near the top. So that speaks to lacking that pop. Uh, I would like to get him some ABs. And if he could get hot, I would keep playing him. Here's why. You know, I know you don't want to take at bats away from your younger players, but it's not like they've got building block outfielders that aren't getting reps right now, number one. And number two, Anybody that they can flip for more in the minor leagues is still a win this year. You know, if that's Trevor Williams, if that's Lane Thomas, as much as people I think 
are starting to like him. If that's Alex Cole, like with all the respect to those guys, if you can move them and get a piece back, who's a top 20 prospect and it just adds some talent to the system. I think that's worthwhile. Let's go with, let's, let's talk about some of the younger guys. Fair or foul. Luis Garcia's defensive renaissance is the biggest surprise of the season so far. That's an interesting one. I, I'll go fair on that because last year it was a terrible watching him try to field anywhere. And in this year, he's been a solid second baseman. Now I will say the one thing that I've noticed with Luis Garcia is he's been much better glove. He's a terrible relay thrower. I saw that the other night, got the ball in a relay, trying to get a guy at the plate and he three hopped it to the plate and it was just terrible. No chance to get him. But overall, at second base, he's been good. I think the whole infield defense has taken a step forward this year. Biggest revelation, maybe I'm trying to think if there's another one. But, yeah, I'll go with Fair on that. I'll say foul. I love what he's done. I think it's it's certainly near the top of the list. I'll go Josiah's breakout. I just think the, the results he's garnered have been pretty fantastic. Um, been great to see that. I think the rise of Hunter Harvey has been pretty impressive as well. But, uh, yeah, it's right near the top of the list. All right, speaking of Josiah Gray, fair or foul? Josiah Gray will be selected to his first All-Star game this year. Ooh, man, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and say foul on this, but I'm going to say foul. Um, you, You went through some of the peripherals, Grant, and at some point he'll probably come back down to earth. That's not to say that he's going to jump into the fours in the ERA. I think he'll still be in the middle somewhere, maybe mid threes or somewhere around there. But I think at some point he's going to have a start where he struggles a little bit, but I think he'll be close. I don't think he's going to be an obvious no, but I think he'll be close, but I'm going to say, no, he's not going to make it this year. I think it's so hard as a starting pitcher too, because there's, you know, they're just not taking more than seven or eight or whatever. And there's so many good ones. Let me ask you this though. Do you still need a rep from every single team? Is that still a rule? I think so. Yeah. If that's the case, who's their (laughs) all-star? It's probably got to be gray I mean, or it would be maybe, I mean, because that could Manessis. be where you go fair, right? Yeah. Because I don't think it would be a, an offensive player unless Joey's hitting like 310 at the break. I know he's up to 300. He's on bereavement right now, but it, there's no power there. His OPS is low. Like I, I normally teams, I don't want to say bad teams, but this is what it is, right? They're, they're not uh, right now considered a, a good team around the country teams that are just on, on the outside looking in that have that one person. A lot of times it's a reliever. So maybe it'll be like Hunter Harvey. If he keeps throwing really, really well and bounces back from the blown save the other night. I don't know. But because of that, I would say if the all-star game was this weekend, I think Jojo would probably be the rep to be honest with you. All right. And speaking of Hunter Harvey, or foul, Hunter Harvey should be the unquestioned closer going forward. Fair. 100% fair. Kyle Fittigan is good, but the stuff that Hunter Harvey has is just closer stuff. And, you know, maybe you go into it with an idea that he's the closer by title, but he just faces the meat of the order when it's in the eighth inning or later, seventh inning or later. And that's the sort of thing that it goes with. And so he's not always in the ninth inning role. You have some flexibility with that with Finnegan. But yes, I think that Hunter Harvey has the stuff to be the closer and should be going forward. Agreed. I would only add the caveat of, you know, whether that means always getting a ninth inning save or not, I don't care. Uh, I want him pitching in the biggest spots. So, like, there was a game a handful of days ago where Finnegan got the actual save in the ninth, but they had Harvey pitch the eighth against the meat of the order, and I thought that was the more critical inning. 
So in other words, like, yeah, he doesn't get the ninth inning save next to his name, but if you're facing three, four, five, six in the order, and then Finnegan came in and got seven through nine, like whenever you're facing the biggest challenge is when I want Harvey in the game, eighth or ninth inning, which is to say he is their A closer, their A reliever. I agree with Toby Fair. All right, last one I got for you before we close out this episode of Bust Moves Baseball. Fair or foul, C.J. Abrams has 19 errors in his 84 career games as a member of the Nationals. That is a huge concern. Fair or foul? Fair, 100%. One thing that has stood out to me so far with C.J. is I think his glove is good. His arm is a bit of a concern with me. He's got incredible range. He'll get to balls that a lot of shortstops can't get to. But for whatever reason, his arm struggles. And sometimes it's an arm strength thing where it seems like he doesn't get it over there and he bounces a lot of them. And I think he's got more in that arm and he needs to just kind of let it go. But if Dom Smith wasn't over at first base, that number would be even higher because he bounces so many throws over there. So 100% it's a concern right now. Yeah, Dom Smith Smith has saved his bacon. I'm going to say foul, actually. Uh, not based on this season because I'm definitely, every time there's a a ground ball and a throw in a big spot. I'm a little anxious right now. Having said that, in the grand scheme of things, he's 22. He was the eighth youngest player in the majors at the start of the year. You know, I'm, I'm giving him some runway here. I, I feel really good about the profile. Like he's got an the, he's got well above average range, arm, uh, quickness, agility, like all the stuff you need to turn into a really good shortstop. So I'm choosing to believe this is just part of the journey. And I'll say foul. That's all I got. Well done, producer Darius. So this has been Bustin' Loose Baseball. Toby, I'm pumped to have you with us. It's going to be good to be delivering these pods for everyone a couple times a week. Yes, sir. Good to talk Nats baseball, Grant. Do this for me, everybody. Uh, spread the word, number one, that Bustin' Loose Baseball is back. Uh, Danny will be contributing as we go off and on, I'm sure. We'll get him in the mix uh, various points. But we uh, want you guys to subscribe, to rate, to review, do all of those podcasty things that people do to try to grow podcasts because uh, we're going to be giving you the content. So we need to make sure that it is uh, getting sent around and people are hearing it. Thank you for listening. Busting loose baseball until next time. Nats fans, Bob Carpenter style. See you later. <laughs>